It's the season for holiday giving, and Norelco has the quality gifts to give. Give him a blade close shave, or put a shine on his shoes. Give her sleek new ways to stay beautiful, or a bright new way to start the day. Give a blood pressure meter, fabric steamer, travel iron, cordless handback, or the ultimate in ironing ease. For quality holiday gifts, it's Noelco, because even our name says Merry Christmas. Noelco, we put quality first. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Would you please tell them that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Ladies and gentlemen, and fellow Christmas lovers, welcome to the Tis the Podcast five-year anniversary Christmas and July Oscars Spectacular. I'm Ellie. You've heard all about me over the last five years and i'm so glad to be here with you for this it's my honor to introduce your three hosts for the evening anthony julia and my daddy tom Wow. Coming out high energy there. Doesn't he always? Look at this crowd tonight, y'all. People are looking good in their finest. We're looking good. Good energy in this room. It's real good. I still wear my sunglasses at night, so I don't see anybody at all. (laughs) Of course you do. You could have dressed up a little for tonight, Tom, in your sandals, so you're not wearing foot prisons. I'm still wearing my Santa outfit. (laughs) I'm just happy. What more you wanted out of me? I'm just happy we're all on this stage in person together. Me too. I'm happy we made it to five years. I am too. Look at this crowd. We are here to celebrate five years of the best and the worst Christmas movies and television specials and TV episodes. And just five years of friendship. We have a lot of special guests we've made through this show who are all here tonight who have agreed to share their memories of Tissa podcast and present all the Christmas awards that all of you have voted on because you're sick of our list. So we gave you a chance to set us right. <laughs> so if you don't like the results tonight, that's not on us, y'all. That's on you. <laughs> so, I mean, there's no point in belaboring this. We should hand it over to Ron Hogan of Filmstrip Podcast to present the first award. But before we do, I did just want to say, I love y'all. Five years. It feels like I've known you both a lifetime. Absolutely. It does feel a lot longer. Ron Hogan, ladies and gentlemen. 
Hi, I'm Ron Hogan from the Filmstrip Podcast. We are a fun, opinionated movie podcast that has great guests where we talk about the plots, themes, characters, performances, actors, directors, producers, general movie nerdery minutiae in a fun and engaging manner. We frequently have guests on like the, the elves from Tis the Podcast, Jerry Davila from Totally Red Christmas, and lots of other great people. And we're definitely worth checking out if you like those sorts of things. As for me, my favorite memory of Tis the Podcast is probably when I did the fireside chat and I retroactively changed the definition of the worst from Tom to Anthony. Now, Anthony has stuck with it and he's even run with it, encouraging it, trolling people, etc. But the, the fact that I was able to get on the, the fireside chat with the guys and with Julia and to talk about Christmas, my love of Christmas, how I came to know about Tis the Podcast, how Tis the Podcast has helped me to find the Christmas spirit in my own life, let alone keep it alive for 365, uh, was a lot of fun, and it's in the archives of the show if you're interested in checking that out. But that's not why I'm here. I'm here to talk about the most underrated television special that deserved more loves from the elves. The elves are known for their controversial opinions, as we all know. They don't always agree with one another. They don't always agree with consensus. They don't always display the best taste. But that's to be expected when you've got, you know, Anthony and Tom trolling each other, sniping at each other, and Julia trying desperately to keep everything contained on topic in you know, under two hours. But the most undeserved television special that deserved more loves from the elves... The This is a murderer's row of shows that the elves should love, and yet for some strange reason don't. The nominees are... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. He's... he's got a shiny nose. Sh shiny? I'd even say it glow. A claymation Christmas celebration. After all, what could be more Christmassy than a thick stack of syrup-drenched waffles? <laughs> As usual, Herb, there you go letting history take a backseat to your stomach. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. About all I got left is a sense of humor to wash tub. Well, at least there ain't no hole in the wash tub. The Prep and Landing series. Have you ever wondered how it all gets done? How Santa gets in and out of millions of homes all in one night. Let's just say he has a little help. And the snowman. Oscar goes to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Todd Killian from Christmas Clatter. Uh, before I present the award for the most underappreciated Christmas movie, 
that deserved more love from the elves. I just want to extend a very happy five-year anniversary to the Tiz the Podcast crew, Anthony, Tom, and Julia. It's one thing to do a weekly podcast, but to do one for five years. You guys are rock stars. Congratulations on your five-year anniversary. Thank you so much, guys, for all the episodes and all the fun. And here's to five more years. Well, this group of movies is needed more love from the elves, and I have no idea why they didn't like these things. Probably because they're crazy. But uh, here are the nominees for the most underappreciated Christmas movie that deserved more love from the elves. Author Christmas. Is that the map of the clauses used every Christmas night in history? Whatever your brother says, Arthur, it's the same old world. A Christmas story. Isn't that cute? That is the most precious thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he looks like a deranged Easter bunny. <laughs> He does, too. He looks like a pink nightmare. Are you happy wearing that? Do you want to take it off? Well, you tell the kid to take it off. All right, you'll only wear it when Aunt Clara visits. Go on and take it off. Take it off! It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, so you still think killing yourself would make everyone feel happier, eh? Oh, I don't know. I guess you're right. I suppose it'd been better if I'd never been born at all. What'd you say? I said I wish I'd never been born. Mustn't say things like that. You. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's an idea. How the Grinch stole Christmas. The Grinch. Well, that worked out nicely. Disney's A Christmas Carol. What do you mean by coming here at this time of day? I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, I am a bit behind on my time. You are indeed. Well, it's only once a year, sir. It, it should not be repeated. I, I was making rather merry yesterday. Now, I'll tell you what, Mr. Cratchit. I'm not going to stand for this sort of thing any longer. And therefore... And therefore... I am about to raise your salary. The Polar Express. At one time, most of my friends could hear the bell. But as years passed, it fell silent for all of them. Even Sarah found one Christmas that she could no longer hear its sweet sound. Though I've grown old, the bell still rings for me, as it does for all who truly believe. And the Oscar goes to... It's a Wonderful Life. Well-deserved, well-deserved win, definitely needs more love from the elves. Thank you, everybody. Anthony, Tom, Julia, congratulations on five years.
Hello, my name is Steve, or sometimes they call me Disco54. If you've been listening long enough, you'll know I've been a listener since the first episode. I have a podcast called Uplifting House Sessions, and we do a Christmas episode every year. I've got lots of good memories of Tis the Podcast over the past five years, but I especially enjoyed when they asked if there was a female contemporary version of A Christmas Carol, and I said there was. All American Christmas Carol was what they were looking for, but it was terrible. They watched it and then blamed me for it being terrible. I told them it was. I never said they should watch it. The category I'm presenting this year is Best Foreign Film or TV Special, or, as I know it, Best Film or TV Special. Hotly contested, and now down to this final three. The Snowman. Love Actually. Whenever I get gloomy with the state of the world, I think about the arrivals gate at Heathrow Airport. General opinion starting to make out that we live in a world of hatred and greed. But I don't see that. Seems to me that love is everywhere. Joyeux Noël. Merry Christmas. Poor manner. Very nice. And I'm really pleased that the winner is Joyeux Noël. Hi, this is April Riley, your favourite Jewish, Dolly Parton-loving guest elf. I want to wish the head elves at Tis the Podcast very happy five-year anniversary. Um, we've had a lot of fun over the years, um, both recording with them and listening with them. Um, here's to another five years if we can uh, scrounge up some some good and not-so-good Christmas movies. The category I'm presenting is the best musical Christmas movie. And the nominees are... The Nightmare Before Christmas. What's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. What's this? There's white things in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. This isn't fair. What's this? What's this? What's this? There's something very wrong. What's this? There's people singing songs. What's this? The streets are lined with little creatures laughing. Everybody seems so happy. Have I possibly gone daffy? What is this? What's this? Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Story. The Muppet Christmas Carol. 
Oscar goes to The Muppet Christmas Carol. Good evening, everybody. It's your favorite fake Brit and longtime friend of Anthony Caruso, Rebecca Ball, here to introduce the next song to you all. First, I'd just like to say a short piece about my favourite memories of Tis the Podcast. Um, I think a lot of people already know the story of um, when my son and I were sick in the hospital and we were listening to Tis the Podcast and it um, brought us a lot of faith and reminded us that by Christmas it would all be part of our story. Um, since then, as the podcast has become part of our routine, we have listened to episodes mm, maybe a little less than now that he is more aware of Santa and we have to kind of edit what he listens to and doesn't listen to, but we like to listen to it while we play or in the car and he always loves hearing that opening sequence that tomorrow morning, 10am, Santa's coming to town. So how could I ever not have any of those as my favourite memories? Although, I have to say, anything that involves Tom or Anthony singing is probably going to come a close second. So I just want to say a massive happy fifth anniversary to you guys. Let's hope that we are sitting here in another five years making another anniversary special. The song I'm going to introduce is one that 
um, probably doesn't need an introduction, but I'm going to make one anyway. It was written in 1963 by Edward Pauler and George Weil and was recorded and released by Andy Williams as part of his first Christmas album. However, it was not released as a single due to the record label choosing to push his cover of White Christmas instead. The song, ladies and gentlemen, the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the happiest season of those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call it's the happiest season of all there'll be parties for hosting marshmallows for toasting and caroling out in the snow there'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long long ago it's the most wonderful time of the year There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near It's the most wonderful time of the Scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time. Yes, the most wonderful time, oh, the most wonderful time of the My name is CM Chuck. Uh, I do a podcast called Just Another Friday Night with my partner, uh, Adamantium Adam. Uh, we call him Double A for short. Uh, we're uh, every Friday night live, guys, on Facebook Live and YouTube uh, Live, where you can join the conversation with us while we talk about all things pop culture, uh, comic books, um, movies, uh, streaming shows, uh, you know, whatever it is, guys, that's uh, pop culture out there. We want to talk about it and we want you to join us uh, live for those conversations. 
Um, but we're not here to talk about me and just another Friday night tonight. Uh, we're here to talk about uh, Tis the Podcast and wish those guys a very, very happy fifth anniversary. Uh, five years, man. Uh, I've been had the pleasure of knowing these folks for maybe about uh, two of those five years. And uh, Anthony, Tom, and Julia have just been the best. Uh, they continue to put on uh, easily one of the best Christmas podcasts out there. Uh, I would say that they're a standard uh, in the world of Christmas podcasting. Um, they get uh, great guests. They cover great topics. Their knowledge of Christmas is without comparison. Um, so I want to wish them a very happy uh, five years. I want to wish them continued success and many, 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 many more years of Christmas podcasting so that we're doing this on their 55th and, uh, you know, anniversary as well. You know, some of my favorite memories, you know, with uh, Julia, Tom, and Anthony are, you know, uh, getting to be, uh, be a guest on uh, Tis the Podcast proper, uh, covering the Christmas classic, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. It would have easily been a contender for this category. I'll be looking for it next year, uh, contending in this category, um, and it'll certainly get my vote. Um, so that was a great time chatting with them. Although, you know, Tom's audio, uh, was, uh, not really, uh, serving him that night. And, and unfortunately, uh, didn't get to hear too many of, of his thoughts. And, and then later I got to do a Patreon episode with, uh, him and Anthony as well, uh, uh covering the peacemaker, uh, which also experienced audio issues, which leads me to believe maybe Tom doesn't really want to be on a podcast with me, which hurts. Uh, but, uh, somewhere vaulted is just the audio of Anthony talking about the peacemaker, uh, show by himself so uh maybe we can get that released uh on patreon make that a freebie anthony for sure uh or i'll come in and redub my audio you know what i mean we, what do you say we just we'll just put a bunch of people in there you know get jerry and cj and uh whoever else <laughs> wants to jump in on a anthony-centric audio peacemaker episode but um Guys, uh, I know you're not here to hear us talk about all that. You want to get right to the action. And the category I'm presenting for, honored to be presenting for, is Best Non-Christmas Christmas Movie. Uh, what does that mean, right? Uh, it's a Christmas movie that's not quite Christmas. Uh, I am more than certain that Jerry D. of Totally Rad Christmas will tell you all about Christmas movies that are not Christmas movies. Things like The Karate Kid, Gremlins, uh, some of the contestants here. Hey, like I said, Spider-Man No Way Home is certainly a non-Christmas uh, Christmas movie. Uh, but these are some of the bigs right here. And so we want to get right to those nominees. So once again, the nominees for Best Non-Christmas Christmas Movie are Die Hard. Come on to the coast. We get together. Have a few laughs. I know what a TV dinner feels like. Batman Returns. Mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. Mm, but a kiss can be even deadlier if you mean it. Edward Scissorhands. It is so easy to commit embarrassing blunders, but etiquette tells us just what is expected of us and guards us from all humiliation and discomfort. <laughs> While you were sleeping. Tell me more. Where did you grow up? You just become Mr. Chatty this evening. The fact of the matter is, I'm about to start shivering, and making conversation keeps my face from freezing. <laughs> All right, I'm 
just as eager as you are all to know, but I think that it goes without saying. The Oscar goes to... Die Hard! As if there was any question. I'm Kendall from For Fork's Sake, a Twilight podcast, and I'm honored to get to present an award for Tis the Podcast's fifth year anniversary. First, I want to say congratulations to Tom, Anthony, and Julia for five amazing years. I found this show about three years ago when I was low on Christmas spirit. I quickly binged every episode there was and instantly fell in love with the chemistry the three of you have together. Tis the Podcast has never failed to bring a smile to my face and the Christmas spirit into my heart, no matter what time of year it is. Now, without further ado, here are the nominees for Best Christmas Horror Movie. Gremlins. You know, there's some things I forgot to tell you guys, and they're really important. Number one, he hates bright lights, we know that. But you gotta keep him out of the sunlight. Sunlight will kill him. Number two, keep him away from water. Don't give him any water to drink. And whatever you do, don't give him a bath. And probably the most important thing, don't ever feed him after midnight. Anna and the Apocalypse. Miss Shepherd, you're so wrong, you don't have a clue. A purge on this species is long overdue. All humanity's broken, our story is done. As the set catches fire, might as well have some fun. Krampus. Krampus came not to reward, but to punish. Not to give, but to take. Help us. The Nightmare Before Christmas. That's our job. But we're not mean in our town of Halloween. And the Oscar goes to. Krampus. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, this is Manny from Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad, your bilingual, multilingual Christmas podcast. And it's an honor. It's a pleasure to be here celebrating the five-year anniversary for Tis the Podcast Basically, my podcast, uh, Godparents. Uh, one of my best memories from Tis the Podcast was when uh, Julia said she liked my accent. After that, I think I'm an actual podcaster, and I record episodes, and it's gotten me all motivated. But no, actually, you know, that's just part of it. But the best memories from Tis the Podcast is being able to have Christmas content Christmas feels all throughout the whole 365 days a year. That's that's what could be better than that. And I'm I'm so excited. I'm nervous. I'm, I'm you guys can see it. I'm so sorry. I'm so nervous to be here, but I'm so happy. It's a pleasure. And talking about pleasure, here is 
the category I'm presenting. Best raunchy Christmas movie. And your nominees are... The Night Before. Before... I wreck myself? Oh. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Chickity check myself before I rickety wreck myself? Yes. How does that make someone feel? Right. To you be told to... that they might wreck themselves? You're not gonna wreck yourself. You yep. made him feel bad. Why don't you just leave him alone? No, I'm not. I mean, look, he's not mellow right, out. dude. Why don't mellow. you have some weed and mellow out? A Bat Mom's Christmas. We are mothers. And if things are not going our way, then what do we do? We hide in the bathroom. No. no. No, we don't. We don't do that. We no. We stand up and we fight back. Yes. So if we want to do Christmas our way this year, then we're gonna do Christmas our way. No more perfect gifts. No more perfect decorations. No more perfect anything. Holiday. Isn't he great? I met him at the mall. Mm. He's just my holiday. A holiday? You know, a date solely for the holiday. Hey guys, uh, oh sorry, here it is, here it is, I found it, I found it. And the Oscar goes to... A Bad Mom's Christmas! Hello all, my name is Dave Haug, fellow New Yorker with Anthony, and fellow Christmas fanatic with the rest of you. Um, it is an absolute honor to be a part of this event, and I'm very excited to be here. Um, you know, Tis the Podcast is the first Christmas podcast that I had ever listened to. Um, I found it in an attempt to cure some of the post-Christmas blues that I think a lot of us probably come across. Um, and it would be hard to pick, you know, favorite memories. Um, you know, initially I found their take on Prep and Landing to be shocking. Um, but I'm glad to see Tom has warmed up a bit on it. Uh, we do agree on the big ones like Elf, Christmas Vacation, and the Santa Claus. So that's exciting. What I do like about it is to me it feels like, you know, you and your friends get that good corner table at the bar. And you get to talk in a safe space about the things that you love. We may not agree all the time, but, you know, we keep coming back for more. And so... With that being the case, I would like to wish Tom, Julia, and Anthony the happiest of fifth anniversaries. Selfishly, I'm hoping it goes for many more. Um, I have also been asked and given the privilege of introducing a song. And this song first appeared on the 1987 album, A Very Special Christmas, and was instantly deemed a classic. It has appeared in uh, holiday movies from Die Hard to the 2018 version of The Grinch. Uh, I would also venture to say if you find yourself at an ugly sweater party featuring karaoke and this song is not on the playlist, I would suggest that you take your nog elsewhere. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Christmas and Holidays.
My name is Tim Babs. Some of you may know me from the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. And if you don't know me, please go listen to the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast at can'twaitforchristmaspod.com. But I, what can I say? How exciting is it to be here for the fifth anniversary of Tis the Podcast? I gotta say, I have a lot of fond memories of this show over the last five years. It's, it's like bringing a little bit of Christmas into my life every week. Specifically, the way Anthony and Tom argue all the time, it's like sitting at the Christmas dinner while your uncles get into an argument that makes everyone uncomfortable. Mmm, good times. But I'm not here to talk about my awkward family Christmases. I'm here to present the award for Best Cratchit Family in an Adaptation of a Christmas Carol. You know, the Cratchit family is the key to a good Christmas Carol story because the thing that really makes Scrooge take the turn from... Christmas-hating miser to Christmas-loving guy is Tiny Tim and his reaction to him. So basically, if you don't nail the Cratchits, your Christmas Carol gets the hatchets. <laughs> All right, so let's award this bad boy. The nominees are... The Muppet Christmas Carol. To the founder of the feast, Mr. Scrooge. To Mr. Scrooge, you'll be very merry and happy this day, I have no doubt. No, no doubt. doubt. Mm. Cheers. 
Mickey's Christmas Carol. Huh? Not yet, children. We must wait for Tiny Tim. Coming, Father. I'm coming. Oh, my. Look at all the wonderful things to eat. We must thank Mr. Scrooge. Disney's A Christmas Carol. Monty, Christmas Day. I'll drink his health for your sake, and the day's not for his. A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. You'll be very merry and very happy, I have no doubt. Merry Christmas to us all, my dears. God bless us. God bless us. God bless us. God bless us. Everyone. <laughs> Scrooge. Then a toast, my love, my dearie, to our Merry Christmas. God bless you. God bless us. God bless us. And the Oscar goes to... The Muppet Christmas Carol. And I'm Jackie, and we're from the No More Late Fees podcast. We're just two best friends and ex-Blockbuster employees re-watching some of the best and worst movies from the late 90s and early 2000s. And we just want to wish Tis the Podcast a happy five-year anniversary. Woohoo! Congrats! So, so envious of how awesome you guys are doing, and your podcast is amazing. But... We also have to get into these categories. And uh, what would Christmas be without your mother? Here are the best mothers in a Christmas movie nominees. Donna Reed as Mary Bailey in It's a Wonderful Life. Come on, you're a big boy. You can get this star up way up at the top. There it is, yeah. All right. Fill in that little bare spot right there. Melinda Dillon as Mrs. Parker in A Christmas Story. That's right. Oink, oink. Now, show me how the piggies eat. This is your trough. Show me how the piggies eat. Good boy. Show me how the piggies eat. Beverly D'Angelo as Ellen Griswold in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Well, I, I don't know what to say except it's... Christmas and we're all in misery. Catherine O'Hara as Kate McAllister in Home Alone. No, 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 no way. This is Christmas, the season of perpetual hope. And I don't care if I have to get out on your runway and hitchhike. If it costs me everything I own, if I have to sell my soul to the devil himself, I am going to get home to myself. Mary Steenburgen as Emily Hobbs in Elf. So, will you be staying with us then? You mean I can stay? Of course you can. Emily. How, how long do you think you'll be with us? And the Oscar goes to... Melinda Dillon as Mrs. Parker in A Christmas Story.
Hello, I'm Glenn Warren, host and creator of Seasons Eatings, the podcast which explores the history and origins of your favorite Christmas foods. First, I want to wish Tis the Podcast happy anniversary. It's been an amazing five years. Thank you, Tom, Julia, and Anthony for doing a great job reviewing all those wonderful Christmas movies and specials we love so much. And in many of the Christmas specials we've watched, the role of the father seems to be the merrymaker or the Christmas curmudgeon. Dads are famously called on to put things together, like the bike just on Christmas Eve, or the Christmas lights upon the house. Men want to be seen as useful, even if they are bah-humbugging their whole experience. So I'm proud to present the category for Best Father in a Christmas Movie. The nominees are Jimmy Stewart as George Bailey in It's a Wonderful Life. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's right. That's right. How the boy climbs. Darren McGavin as the old man in A Christmas Story. Yeah, did you get everything you wanted? Almost. Almost, huh? Well, that's, that's, that's life. Well, there's always next Christmas. Hey, that's funny. What's that over there behind the desk? Where? Oh, behind the desk against the wall over there. Why don't you go check it out? Hmm. Chevy Chase as Clark Griswold in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's a lot of lights, Dad. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's a lot of work too, but if I'm out in the cold and I'm committed to decorating the house, I'm going to do it right and I'm going to do it big. You want something you can be proud of, don't you? Yeah, I guess so. Sure you do. I think you might be overdoing it, Dad. Russ. When was the last time I overdid anything? Tim Allen as Scott Calvin in The Santa Claus. Excuse me, comic. Dad, check out Santa's sleigh! There's no such thing as Santa's sleigh. Of course there is. You said you believe in Santa, right? I did? I do. What about the reindeer? These are Santa's reindeer, aren't they? I hope not. These are, uh... Gift. Merry Christmas. Liam Neeson as Daniel in Love Actually. Tell her that. Tell her what? Tell her that you love her. No way. Anyway, they fly tonight. Even better. Sam, you've got nothing to lose, and you'll always regret it if you don't. I never told your mom enough. I should have told her every day because she was perfect every day. You've seen the films, kiddo. It ain't over till it's over. Bob Newhart as Papa Elf in Elf. So Buddy stayed with a, an older elf who had always wanted a child, but had been so committed to building toys, he, he well, had forgotten to, to settle down. And the Oscar goes to... Tim Allen as Scott Calvin in The Santa Claus.
This is Adam, the host of Merry Britsmas, a podcast that explores all sorts of festive things from a British perspective. I chat music, TV and a random hodgepodge of traditions and history, all with a British focus. And I'm excited to be here celebrating five years of the blooming brilliant Tis the Podcast. Tom, Julia and Anthony actually inspired me to start this podcast a few years ago. But I still can't let this moment go without getting slightly miffed about Anthony's absurd hatred of a modern British classic, Arthur Christmas. It's full of brilliant British actors and a sweet, fun storyline all about, well, the importance of family, despite all the difficulty that Christmas brings for some relatives. And that leads me on quite nicely, as I get to announce the winner of the best overall family in a Christmas movie. Christmas is about family. It may be your actual real family, or your adopted family, or your makeshift family. Whoever you love and care and want to spend time with is your family, especially at the holidays. But for this award, it's all about bona fide blood relatives in a selection of Christmas films. And the nominees are... The Baileys from It's a Wonderful Life. Kid Janie! Janie, call me! Oh, I could eat you up. Where's your mother? She went looking for you. With Uncle Billy. Zozo, my little ginger snap. How do you feel? Fine. Not a smidge of temperature. Not a smidge of temperature. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hello. George. George, The Parkers from A Christmas Story. Oh, goodness, look at the time. I hope Santa hasn't had to pass up this house just because some boys weren't in bed when he came by. Yeah, I thought I heard Santa's sleigh bells a little while ago going up the other side of the street. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, you two, upstairs. Come on. Come on, on the double, on the double. Hip, hip, The Griswolds from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Where do you think you're going? Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. This is a full-blown, four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're going to press on, and we're going to have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap danced with Danny fucking K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down that chimney night, he's going to find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse. The McAllisters from Home Alone. Where's everybody else? Baby, they could. They wanted to see me. No, I didn't fall asleep in the back of the cabin. You did I? You did, George! Shut up! Heaven! 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 How are you? Oh, it's good to see you. Ah, you're all right. I love you. You okay? Hey, Kev. It's pretty cool that you even burned the place down. Thanks, Buzz. Wait a minute, how did you guys get home? Oh, we took the morning flight, remember? The one you didn't want to wait for? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh thank Merry you. Christmas. Merry Christmas. The clauses from the Santa Claus. Actually, I, I think it's a much better idea that you stay here with your mom and me. Really? But Dad. No buts, Charlie. I can't be selfish. I can't be with you all the time. We're a family. You, me, your mom, and Neil. And the stones from the family stone. I just don't think that any parent would hope for a child to be challenged like that. I'm sorry, I didn't hear a weird just said. Sorry, this isn't coming out right. I just... 
All I'm trying to say is that I... What I mean to say is life is hard enough as it is, and it just seems to me that you wouldn't want to make it any more difficult for your child. I mean, Patrick. Patrick, you must understand what I'm trying to say, right? And the Oscar goes to... The Griswolds from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Hi, it's Jay from FilmstripPodcast.com. Excited to be here to celebrate five years of Tis the Podcast. Tom, Julia, Anthony, congratulations on reaching that mark. And I know I speak for a number of your podcast friends and your fans by saying thank you from the bottom of our hearts for keeping that Christmas spirit alive year-round and bringing such joy to our ears through all of your shows. I particularly am fond of the times when we've been able to cross over on each other's shows. We had you all come and do things like New Year's Evil on our show, and then we had a chance to come back and review that with you all. And there's so many times when uh, we've, we've collaborated on things and look forward to continuing to do that. Because as the character Basher from Ocean's Eleven once said, it's good to be working with proper villains. And I couldn't agree more. And that's my category here today. Best Actor to Portray a Villain in a Christmas Movie or Special. The nominees are... Lionel Barrymore as Mr. Potter in It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, confounded man, are you afraid of success? I'm offering you a three years contract at $20,000 a year starting today. Is it a deal or isn't it? Boris Karloff as the Grinch in How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And they're hanging their stockings. Be snarled for the sneer. Tomorrow is Christmas. It's practically here. Then he growled with his Grinch fingers, nervously drumming. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern as the wet bandits, Harry and Marv, in Home Alone. Hey, look, that house is the only reason we started working this block in the first place. Ever since I laid eyes on that house, I wanted it. So let's take it one step at a time, okay? We'll unload the van, we'll get a bite to eat, we'll come back about 9 o'clock. This way it's dark then. Yeah. Kids are scared of the dark. You're afraid of the dark too, Marv. You know you No, I'm not. Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber in Die Hard. And the winner is... Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern as the Wet Bandits, Harry and Marv, Home Alone. Hi, my name is Stacy McKinsey. My entire life, I've been that Christmas freak friend to everyone who knows me. Imagine the joy I felt in September of 2017 when I found a trio whose Christmas freak flags flew as high as mine. There were only a few episodes at that time, and I eagerly waited for each new episode. I sent messages to the elves on a regular basis. The first time I heard them say my name, I think I melted. My fangirl status went from nine or 10 to 10,000. It sounds silly, I am a grown woman, 
but they're just so endearing. Anthony, Tom, and Julia have such amazing chemistry. I think my favorite episode would have to be My Brother's Never Gonna Believe This from November of 2017. I had recommended they review the Disney movie One Magic Christmas, much to their dismay. I have very fond memories of this movie. There's one line from it that I quote all year long. I think that one line was the only thing that they didn't hate about the movie. That line is, my daddy says you're a dork. But they tore the movie apart from the acting to the writing to the imagery. They all even said, hashtag not my Santa. I laughed so hard listening to this episode. They were brutally honest, but still sincere and fun loving. I'm so excited to be able to be a part of their anniversary special. Happy anniversary, y'all. The following song, originally called Chendrick, was composed in 1904 or 1914, depending on the source, by Mykola Leontovich in a province that is now part of Ukraine. The original title translates to The Generous One and was associated with the coming new year, which was celebrated in April. Ladies and gentlemen, Carol of the Bells. I'm Michelle Kidwell, host of the upcoming podcast, Watching TV with Michelle, launching July 8th on Podbean. To find out more information, check out my Facebook page, Watching TV with Michelle. My all-time favorite memory from Tis the Podcast is the infamous Ernest Saves Christmas episode. Personally, I'm not great with conflict, but I do like to be a fly on the wall to a spirited debate, and this one was spirited. If you haven't listened to it yet, I'd encourage you to drop all you're doing and listen to that episode now. I would also like to wish the elves a happy five-year anniversary. You guys have been a bright spot in my life and the lives of so many other listeners. So cheers to five years and here's to many more great episodes. Okay, so on to the presentation. Angels are a welcome part of any Christmas movie. They help their charges get back on track, they usually inject humor, and they restore faith in Christmas. I was given the category of best actor or actress to portray an angel in a Christmas movie. The nominees are Don Cheadle as Cash in The Family Stone, 
Well, what do you need, Jack? Me. You just said everybody needs something. I got everything I need. Wow. It must be great being you. I'm not saying that you'd be able to do it without some hard work, some honest hard work, and, and possibly some medicine. <laughs> you know, I'm going to really enjoy this. You just remember that you did this, Jack, okay? You brought this on yourself. Denzel Washington as Dudley in The Preacher's Wife. My name's Dudley. I'm here in answer to your request. My request. For help? Dolly Parton as Angel and Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. Well, first of all, that is not an emergency button. That's a secret. And next of all, folks that get kidnapped usually have people willing to pay a ransom for them. I'm thinking this whole town would just say bye-bye, Regina. And Henry Travers as Clarence in It's a Wonderful Life. You have no papers, no cards, no driver's license. No 4F card, no insurance policy. They're not there either. What? Zuzu's petals. You've been given a great gift, George. A chance to see what the world would be like without you. And the Oscar goes to... Henry Travers as Clarence in It's a Wonderful Life. Congratulations, Henry. And again, happy anniversary, Julia, Anthony, and Tom. Hello, I'm Mike Westfall, and I just wrapped up another 12 episodes of the Advent Calendar House for Christmas in July, and Easter in July, and Halloween in July, and Thanksgiving in July. That's all at adventcalendar.house, but nobody cares about that right now. It's Tis the Podcast's fifth anniversary, and I am here to present the most important award on this show. For many of us whose favorite Christmas memories include sitting with loved ones in front of the warming glow of their TV set, the Muppets are as much an essential part of the holiday festivities as decorating the tree. My own earliest memory of Christmas is from when I was four years old, watching my parents decorate our tree while I jumped on the couch and sang along with John Denver and the Muppets playing on our record player. Particularly Miss Piggy's iconic bum 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 It's in that overly dramatic but well-meaning festive spirit that I am honored to present this award. Here are the nominees for Best Christmas Movie or Special to feature the Muppets. The Muppet Christmas Carol. Hello! Welcome to the Muppet Christmas Carol. I am here to tell the story. And I am here for the food. My name is Charles Dickens. And my name is Rizzo the Rat. Hey, wait a second. Uh, You're not Charles Dickens. I am too. No, a blue furry Charles Dickens who hangs out with a rat. Absolutely. Charles Dickens was a 19th century novelist, a genius. Oh, you were too kind. A Muppet Family Christmas. Oh, hi there. Hey, we're Ernie and Bert. Yeah. Well, hi there yourself. I'm Doc. Oh, oh, did you know that Doc starts with the letter D? Why, yes. Yes, yes, starts with the letter Y. Yeah. True. And true starts with the letter D. Hey, what is this? Where we come from, this is small talk. <laughs> Whatever you say. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. 
Head full of good thoughts, belly full of grub, money in your pocket when there ain't no hole in the washtub. Sweetest honeysuckle on the vine, Ma. Your nails won't break and your toes won't stub. You never get a fever when there ain't no hole in the washtub. And the Oscar goes to... The Muppet Christmas Carol. You know, one of my favorite things about the podcast is sitting down with my co-hosts and our friends that come to visit us every week and talking about Christmas movies. As I look back over the last five years, there are several episodes where just learning more about people's personal connections to movies, their histories, or learning insights about the film from our experts has changed my opinion of a movie. And that is what I have enjoyed so much over the le- these last five years. Movies like The Star and Emmett Otter have aged like a fine wine. Things that I didn't think I liked, I turned out to like. That has been the case for a lot of the original movies that we've seen coming across streaming or Hallmark over the last several years. We've had a lot of people who have told us they didn't really know how they felt about something or they were excited or they weren't as excited about something uh, that was coming out that has then become a classic for their family. With that, I'm going to go ahead and announce the best original Hallmark Lifetime or streaming service Christmas movie or special. And the nominees are happiest season. I can't do this for you anymore. But uh, Merry Christmas. Enjoy your family and enjoy Connor. What? No, I don't, I don't want him. I don't want Connor. I want you. Then what was that? I don't know. Why are you huddled in a corner with Riley? None of this has anything to do with Riley. This is all happening because of you, Harper. You not telling your parents about us is a choice that you made. It is not that simple. Do you know how painful it's been to watch the person that I love choose to hide me? I am not hiding you. I am hiding me. Holiday. It's Mother's Day. Can we not talk about my personal life for change? It's my day, and I have a right to know what my only child is doing with her life. You have two other children. Not single. You're the one I worry about. And I don't understand why you're wasting my daughter's time with this meaningless stuff. It's not meaningless. We're friends. Love hard. I can't do this. Yes, you can. Get this off me. No, no, no. Get this off. Don't do that. Come on, stop. Just off, off, off. Stop. Get this off. No, no. Stop. You got this. Okay? Here, look. Decent. What? Why? I'll help you relax. And it's your favorite song. The Christmas Chronicles. <laughs> now, ladies, let's get this party started. 8-Bit Christmas. Every kid has that one gift they want more than anything for Christmas. This is the story of mine. And Klaus. Okay, post office is now officially open. You have your letters, step right in. Thank you, thank you. Hey, loser! What gives? I sent my letter and all I got was a lousy clip of coal. Well, it serves you right. Devilish little tadpoles like yourself don't get toys from Klaus. Oh, yeah? And how would he know what I'm up to unless he ratted on me? Oh, I didn't have to. 
he knows. And tonight's Oscar goes to... One of my favorites, The Christmas Chronicles. The next award we're giving out tonight is the Best Child Actor or Actress in a Christmas Movie. To present this award, I present my kids. Hey, I'm Hannah. I'm Ethan. I'm Gabe. And I'm Jude. The nominees are... Susan Walker in Miracle on 34th Street. But this is my house, Mommy. The one I asked Mr. Kringle for. It is, it is, I know it is. My room upstairs is just like I knew it would be. Oh, you were right, Mommy. Mommy told me if things don't turn out just the way you want them to the first time, you still got to believe. And I kept believing, and you were right, Mommy. Mr. Kringle is Santa Claus. Peter Billingsley as Ralphie Parker from A Christmas Story. No, no, I want an official red undercover and I should do it and get rid of my lead rifle. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Macaulay Culkin as Kevin McAllister in Home Alone. You guys give up? Oh, you're thirsty for more. Eric Lloyd is Charlie Calvin in The Santa Claus. Look here, Dad. The Rose Psychic Ladder Company. Hmm? Out by the roof, there's a Rose Psychic Ladder. Just like a poem. It's like a poem. And the Oscar goes to... Macaulay Culkin as Kevin McAllister in Home Alone. I love that movie. Gabe, I think you mean Macaulay, Macaulay, Culkin, Culkin. Hey everyone, I'm Natalie Bickle and I am an avid fan of Tis the Podcast and I'm also the author of a children's Christmas book called The Christmas Clue and it illustrates the magic of a Christmas morning scavenger hunt and I'm so honored to be here presenting on Tis the Podcast's anniversary episode because it's so much more than just a show to me. This feels like a weekly get together with my friends and I absolutely love the banter between these three and I typically walk away with movie knowledge that I didn't even know that I wanted to have. But most importantly, I find myself laughing out loud in my car while working out or with my dog while listening. And I relate to each of these hosts in a unique way. So with Anthony, he crushes it on Peloton and I'm addicted to cycle bar. So I totally feel those vibes. With Julia, we're both mega friends fans, which I typically immediately love someone when I find out they're a fellow friends fan. And then lastly, Tom has these little comments that catch you off guard and you don't really expect them. And so I myself say quirky things quietly with my own group of friends. 
Um, so I just want to thank the three of you for giving me community while I work from home. And this anniversary episode is also special to me because I was actually a part of the audience at the Grammys this year, which was surreal. I feel like award shows have a much deeper meaning for me now. And all that said, the reason I'm here is to present Best Supporting Actress in a Christmas Movie. The nominees are Carol Kane as the ghost of Christmas past, Scrooged. No, Frank. I'm the ghost of Christmas present. I had a funny feeling. Uh, why <laughs> did you do that? Sometimes you have to slap them in the face just to get their attention. Fine. Slap me in the face. But you kicked me in the ball. It's time to begin the journey. Now, close your eyes. Maureen O'Hara as Doris Walker, Miracle on 34th Street. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Uh, Mr. Kringle. I'm sorry, but we're going to have to make a change. Change? Um, the Santa Claus that we had two years ago is back in town, and I feel that we owe it to Have I done something wrong? Oh, no. No. Elizabeth Mitchell as Carol Newman, the Santa Claus 2, the Mrs. Claus. Yeah, I, I can't wait till it's over. The streets are crowded, the malls are jammed, people are maxing out their credit cards. It's, it's noisy. When did you become such a cynic? Oh, I don't know. I used to love Christmas, too. It was my favorite time of year because it was the only day that my parents didn't fight. Oh. Oh. And Mary Steenburgen as Emily Hobbs, Elf. Crazy, he cannot stay here. Clearly, he has some serious issues. We can't just throw him out in the snow. Why not? He loves the snow. He's told me 15 times. Walter, he's your son. And the Oscar goes to... Mary Steen Virgin is Emily Hobbs, Elf. Oh, I love her so much. And her and Will Ferrell's friendship is so iconic to me. They've been in so many films together. Oh my goodness. Congratulations, Mary. Congratulations to the Tis the Podcast crew for making it five years. And here's cheers to another five more. Love you guys. Hello everyone, I'm Sarah, Anthony's wife. Um, just wanted to say congrats on five years to Tis the Podcast. Um, up next, we have a song that obviously Anthony does not live by or sing to me ever, judging by the length of the Christmas list he gives me every year. Um, big Amazon link. So let's hear it for All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. One a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just 
everyone. I'm Robert Nicholas of the Behind the Bells podcast. On my show, we do deep dives into your favorite Christmas classic movies and television specials. Think of it as a combination of film history and the holidays. They tend to be two-parters in which I'll start with the people behind them, provide some context on the subject, and eventually reveal on how they got from script, shooting, editing, and then finally to their release. I'll occasionally dwell into some analysis and controversy if there is any, but 
Behind the Bells is meant to take you on a nostalgic voyage into the past and give you a Christmas escape. I've gone as far back to the 1940s with Holiday Inn and as recent as 2015 for Krampus. Who knows where I'll be going next, but be sure to join me on a one-horse open sleigh ride each week or so for a new deep dive. I can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, Anchor, and YouTube for your listening pleasure. Today I have the honor of getting to be here on Tis the Podcast's 5th year anniversary special and presenting the award for Best Supporting Actor in a Christmas Movie. I owe a lot to Anthony, Tom, and Julia for crafting an awesome show that not only shared some insightful and fun thoughts on most things Christmas, but inspiring me to start my own show. I've been a listener since 2019 when I was looking to see if there were any other people that were just as passionate for the holiday films and specials that I grew up with. The same year, I became a Patreon subscriber just so that I could become a part of the Facebook group, and then the next year, I finally decided to make the leap and launch my own show. So, what are some of my favorite moments? Hmm... Well, I will say that both episodes on House and Frasier got me to sit down and watch both of them when everyone was binging back in 2020. Getting to hear about Anthony's quote-unquote controversial opinion on Arthur Christmas was certainly a highlight, even though I respectfully disagree. And speaking of which, all three managed to create a fun debate with It's a Wonderful Life and whether it's even a Christmas movie, in which, FYI, it is a Christmas movie in my book. Oh, and being able to read a chapter on Anthony's Christmas novel, Another Christmas Story, was a blast, since I am too an aspiring writer. There's tons of moments that I could go on with further, but without making the story too long, here's to Tis the Podcast. Get your glasses of spiked eggnog and let's toast. Here's to five years of Tis the Podcast and hopefully to another five more years. So... Merry Monday to all, and to all a good... Uh, wait a minute. Well, yeah, of course. We got a category to announce. Best Supporting Actor. Christmas movies certainly need great main characters to keep the stories going and making them memorable, but where would they be without the needed backup? We tend to underestimate just how much of an impact they truly have. Where would Kevin McAllister be without the Web Bandits to take out? Where would Buddy the Elf be without a stern, no-nonsense father that Walter was? What about Ralphie from A Christmas Story? His father brings us back to our childhood and just how much we tend to remember the weirder things about our parents. Some of these side characters are so memorable that they even steal a bit of the thunder. But because they're just as memorable as the leads, can we really blame them? They're all played by the right people that help make them extensions of the story and bring us closer to their ideas of Christmas. This makes it much more real, even if it involves Santa, elves, traps, or Red Rider BB guns. The nominations for Supporting Actor in a Christmas Movie are... Darren McGavin as the old man in A Christmas Story. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Would you look at that? Would you look at that? What is it? What is it? It's a leg. But what is it? Yeah, well, it, 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 it's a leg, you know, like in a statue. Statue? Yeah, statue. Randy Quaid as Cousin Eddie in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. 
He's cute, ain't he? Only problem is he's got a little bit of Mississippi leg hound in him. If the mood catches him right, he'll grab your leg and just go to town. <laughs> you don't want him around if you wear his short pants, if you know what I mean. <laughs> a word of warning, though, if he does lay in to you, it's best to just let him finish. Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern as the web bandits, Harry and Marr from Home Alone. I don't know who's in there, but somebody just got blown away. Huh? Somebody beat us to the job. They're in there. Two of them. There was arguing. One of them blew the other one away. Who? I don't know. I thought I recognized one of their voices. And I know I heard that name Snakes before. Snakes? Snakes, snakes. I don't know no snakes. James Kahn as Walter Hobbs from Elk. You get the hell out of here. Where do you want me to go? I don't care where you go. I don't care that you're an elf. I don't care that you're nuts. I don't care that you're my son. Get out of my life, now! And the award goes to... Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern from Home Alone. Hey Christmas kitties, it's Sarah. My husband Ryan brought me into the Tis the Podcast snow globe of fun. We've been part of a couple watch parties and I want to say happy birthday. Five years. You don't sound a day over two. I'm here to present the Oscar for Best Lead Actress in a Christmas Movie. The nominees are... Donna Reed as Mary Bailey, It's a Wonderful Life. Mary, Mary, who's down there with you? It's George Bailey, Mother. George Bailey? What's he want? I don't know. What do you want? Me? Not a thing. I, I just came in to get warm. He's making violent love to me, Mother. Beverly D'Angelo as Ellen Griswold in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. She wrapped up her damn cat. Take it in the kitchen and open it up. Then we'll have a cat running around the house. You can't leave it in the box. Why would somebody wrap up a cat in a box? She gets confused, Rusty. She's old. She and Uncle Lewis don't have much money, so she takes things from around the house, wraps them up, gives them away as presents. Catherine O'Hara as Kate McAllister in Home Alone. Yeah, hi, look, I'm calling from Paris. I have a son who's home alone. Our phones there are out of order, so I'd like somebody to go over to our house and tell them that we're coming home to get him. Okay, let me connect you with family crisis intervention. No, it's not a family crisis. Ho hold on. And Zoe Deschanel as Jovi in Elf. Hey, you. Come here. I want to talk to you. What do you want to talk to me about? How come you were in the women's locker room this morning? I heard you singing. You sure it had nothing to do with the fact that I was naked in the shower? And the Oscar goes to... Catherine O'Hara as Kate McAllister in Home Alone. Keep up the Christmas spirit, all. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, 365. 
Hello, fellow Tis the Podcast listeners. My name is Ryan, and I have the honor of presenting the best lead actor in a Christmas movie category. Uh, I just wanted to start out by congratulating Tom and Julia and Anthony for the five years of the show. I have absolutely loved listening over the years, and um, as cheesy as it may sound, my favorite memory of the show is just finding the show. Um, back when I came across it, uh, this was sort of a loophole between my wife and I because we kind of weren't doing Christmas stuff until you know around Thanksgiving every year, and by finding the show, I was able to keep that spirit alive. And so listening to the show, I would just enjoy, you know, even during the summer months, um, talking about, well, hearing them talk about uh, Christmas movies and TV specials and, you know, just make me happy to listen to it. So as weird as that may sound, that's my favorite memory of the show. All right, without further ado, let's get to these nominees and the winner. For Best Lead Actor in a Christmas Movie, the nominees are... Tim Allen as Scott Calvin in The Santa Claus. Name? Chris Kramer. Name? Santa Claus. Name? Père Noël. Babo Natale. Père's Nicole. Papa Gigio. Wolf Ferrell as Buddy the Elf in Elf. Dad! All right, uh, let's get it over with. I walked all day and night to find you. You look like you came from the North Pole. That's exactly where I came from. Santa must have called you. Oh, yeah, sure. He uh, just got off the cell phone with me. He did? So, go on. Go on with what? Well, are you going to sing a song or something, or can I just go back to work? A song? Uh, yeah. Anything for you, Dad. Uh, Jimmy Stewart as George Bailey in It's a Wonderful Life. What is it you want, Barry? What do you want? You you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. I'll give you the moon, Barry. I'll take it. And Chevy Chase is Clark Griswold in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. If any of you are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me, I have one. I like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there in Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing, low life, snake licking, dirt eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood sucking, dog kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat ass, bug eyed, stiff legged, spotty lip, worm headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? And the winner is... Tim Allen and Scott Calvin in The Santa Claus. Again, happy five-year anniversary to Julia, Tom, and Anthony. Hey, this is Marty, Julia's husband, here to introduce one of our best song nominees, Silent Night. 
Christmas at the Colburn House wouldn't be the same without this carol. We decorate the tree to it, go Christmas light looking to it, and it's in many of our favorite Christmas shows and movies. Ladies and gentlemen, Silent Night.
Hello, everyone. I'm Sean, the host of Christmas Podcast Podcasts. And my podcast is about getting you all informed about new podcasts, Christmas podcasts, that is, that drop on a weekly basis. Sometimes I come out weekly, sometimes every two or three weeks. But we also have ChristmasPodcast.com. We are linked with them and My Merry Christmas. And ChristmasPodcast.com is where I keep everybody up to date with links to new Christmas podcasts that come out, such as Tis the Podcast with their every Monday podcasts coming out. So ChristmasPodcast.com is your one-stop shop to find all the new episodes of Christmas podcasts that come out. The North Pole is this wonderful, mysterious, magical place that everybody has their own ideas on what it looks like, but nobody really knows. So what I have here is the presentation for the best depiction of the North Pole in a Christmas movie or special. And the nominees are The Santa Claus. What's that? I don't know. I think it's the North Pole. That's the North Pole? Hey, buddy, we need some help. Hello? What are you doing? Elf. The third job, some call it the, the, the show or, or the, the big dance. It's the profession that every elf aspires to. Build toys in Santa's workshop. The Polar Express. And do you see those lights in the distance? They look like the lights of a strange ocean liner sailing on a frozen sea. There is the North Pole. And Noel. Yo! Snow cone! Dude! Hyperactive little reindeer, you are. Oh, you got it. What do we think? Merry Christmas. What are you getting this year? And the Oscar goes to the Santa Claus. to the elves and all those with us tonight. I am Rachel from Western Australia and it's my honour to be presenting the award for Best Reindeer to be featured in the Christmas movie or special. But first, congratulations to Anthony, Tom and Julia for five glorious years podcasting. I have so many fond memories, but the dearest would have to be the Charlie Ground Christmas Conversations and your karaoke special. I'm sure you see would have great careers in the music industry if your day jobs don't work out. What would the holiday season, or perhaps more importantly, Santa's journey be without his beloved reindeer? Whether the saving Christmas, the big guy himself, or just making us laugh, each and every one of our nominees has earned their place in our hearts. And they are... Prancer, from Prancer. Oh, it's just like this one, Prancer. Comet from the Santa Claus. There's nothing in the bag. <laughs> Even if there was, didn't you notice there's no chimney? Well, there's no chimney, there's no fireplace. <laughs> Are you growling at me? 
Donna from Santa Claus the Movie. Oh, come on, Donna. There's nothing to worry about. It's only flying. <laughs> it's only flying. What am I saying? Oh, oh. All right, boys. Back to the right. Hey. And Rudolph from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I don't know what we would have done without Rudolph to pull us through. Anyway, hmm, Rudolph? <laughs> Could it be that some of you are not acquainted with the story of Rudolph? And the Oscar goes to... Rudolph from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Congrats again, Anthony, Tom and Julia. Lots of love and Merry Christmas. Hello, everyone. This is Art. You know me from the Cozy Christmas Podcast. My podcast is about celebrating the coziest holiday of the year. And we do that through sharing memories, talking to Christmas friends, and reading stories of Christmases from long ago. I just want to uh, thank Tom, Anthony, and Julia for their hard work over these past five years to help create such a wonderful community of Christmas fans. And to thank them for being so supportive of all of us new and newer podcasters that, inspired by what they do, bring our own podcast to the table. And they have welcomed all of us with open arms and I'm so grateful for that, even if Anthony's hugs tend to linger longer than I'm comfortable with. Uh, but never mind that. Anyway, some of my favorite memories of Tista Podcast is just the, the joy, the Christmas joy and spirit that you bring each week, even in a movie that's terrible. You know, I love hearing Anthony's rants. I love it when Tom and Anthony get into it over a film. I always think, uh-oh, mom and dad are fighting again. And uh, and then Julia comes in and plays Peacemaker. I love it when you all three love a movie, especially if it's a movie that I love. Uh, and, and it's just like a celebration of great Christmas filmmaking. So thank you for doing what you do. And so this year I'm presenting Best Actor to Portray Ebenezer Scrooge in a Christmas Movie. For many of us, our first villain are characters like the Grinch and Scrooge. For many, A Christmas Carol is our first experience with stories that have darkness to it. But what I love about this story and about Scrooge is that it also gives us hope, that there is hope for change, that there is hope for redemption, that no matter how dark the night gets, there can be joy. And in some of the best portrayals of Scrooge by these four nominees, we see that wide range of darkness and of hope. The nominees for Best Actor to Portray Ebenezer Scrooge in a Christmas Movie are Alistair Sim in Scrooge. Before I draw nearer to that stone, answer me one question. Are these the shadows of things that must be? Or are the only shadows of things that might be? Bill Murray in Scrooged. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, 
Marshal! He's here for me, come on! All right, come on, give it to me! You think I'm afraid of you? The day I've had! I know what you came for, come and get it. Michael Caine in The Muppet Christmas Carol. Christmas is a very busy time for us, Mr. Cratchit. People preparing feasts, giving parties, spending the mortgage money on frivolities. One might say that December is the foreclosure season. And Jim Carrey in Disney's A Christmas Carol. What today, my fine fellow? Today? What Christmas day? It's Christmas day. I haven't missed it. The spirits have done it all in one night. They can do anything they like. Of course they can. Of course they can. (laughs) And the Oscar goes to... Michael Caine, The Muppet Christmas Carol. This is CJ Belanger, formerly of the Christmas Conversations podcast. And today I've been given the distinct honor of not only presenting an award for the Tis the Podcast Oscars. I'm here to congratulate all the Tis the Podcast hosts on an amazing five-year anniversary. I started listening about a year after it started. So I've been around four years, but they've been around five. And that is a huge accomplishment in the podcast game. Even bigger when I think about it, considering my podcast, because I got so bored, really only lasted four episodes. So kudos to you guys. I'm so proud of you guys. Tom, Julia, and Antone Caruso. Congratulations on amazing five years, and I hope you guys go another 50. Now, on to the business. I'm presenting an award for best actor or actress to portray an elf in a Christmas movie. And all of us were big Christmas fans. We watch Christmas movies constantly all year. So we know that there have been a lot of elf portrayals, whether it be really good or really bad. But today, for Tis the Podcast, this is the best of the best. So let's get to it. Best actor or actress to portray an elf in a Christmas movie. The nominees are Dudley Moore as Patch, Santa Claus the Movie. Don't you believe in Santa Claus? Why should I? You never brought me anything. That's because you were probably a naughty boy. I guess I was no angel. (laughs) (laughs) What did you have in mind, Elf? Just let me use your toy factory. To make what? Something special. David Crumholtz as Bernard, the Santa Claus. You're the new Santa. I am not Santa Claus. Ah, you put on the suit, you're the big guy. What if I don't buy into this Santa Claus thing? Then there would be millions of disappointed children around the world. Will Ferrell as Buddy the Elf. Elf. Who the heck are you? What are you talking about? I'm Santa Claus. No, you're not. Why, of course I am. (laughs) You're Santa... What song did I sing for you on your birthday this year? Happy birthday, of course! <laughs> so, uh, how old are you, son? Four. You're a big boy. What's your name? Four. And uh, what can I Paul, get you for Christmas? Don't tell him what you want. He's a liar. 
Oscar goes to. Will Ferrell is Buddy the Elf. Elf. Way to go, Will. You're the man. I can honestly say I didn't expect to come up on stage to introduce a song, but as so often happens of all of these live shows, you know, the program changes based on who can make the stage and not, who's available and not. Things happen behind the scenes. So while this honor was originally bestowed upon Tom's wonderful wife, Christine Crow, as I understand it, she got a little bit of stage fright, so it's fallen to me. Apologies to you all. I know all of us, including myself, would rather listen to Christine introduce his song. But here I am. No Christmas movie soundtrack is complete without the Christmas song. Every good Christmas movie or special worth its salt has some cover of that song within it somewhere, whether it's just the orchestral version or a version that somebody sings. And it's a testament to Nat King Cole's original version of the Christmas song that while all of these other famous Christmas songs and famous Christmas carols have been done to death, his version of the Christmas song is usually the one that always plays in every movie, every TV special, every radio station, on everybody's Christmas party playlist. His is the definitive version, and with good reason. It would not be Christmas without Nat King Cole's dulcet tones singing the Christmas song. It's iconic, it gives you all of the warm, fuzzy feelings, and it is a quintessential holiday song. It is also, believe it or not, my favorite Christmas song. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the Christmas song. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows A turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow Will find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering 
simple phrase to kids from one to ninety-two. Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to It's so great to be here tonight, and honestly, we're here because we're celebrating five years, um, and a lot can happen in five years. A lot has happened in five years of Tis the Podcast with Anthony and Tom. Um, good times, great times. Um, notice I'm not saying bad times. We really don't have any of those, um, but of all the good times, they're our favorite times. Um, when I really think back on my favorite times with Tis the Podcast, it's the day we met is my most favorite time. Getting on an awkward phone call with two other people, one of which you've never met, Anthony, and just gelling immediately, even though it was awkward and new. Um, we've come a really long way in five years. And among my favorite moments in the podcast, it actually traces back to Anthony again. Uh, we did a really good episode on Christmas commercials, one of my favorite episodes to date. And he introduced a delightful snack combination of goldfish and M&Ms, which when I first heard about it, thought it was, I think I called it barbaric. Um, It is actually quite delightful. So for those of you in the audience who have not tried it, please do. Um, And maybe cue up that episode of Tis the Podcast covers Christmas commercials again and um, and take a listen. It's a really good one. It's heartwarming. Nothing like bite-sized pieces of Christmas delight to get you through the season and the non-season. Speaking of Christmas delight, however, the actors and actresses in a movie really make or break the movie, especially when it comes to portraying some very important Christmas characters. In this particular instance, if you cannot depict Mrs. Claus in a good manner, you are not worth your weight in anything. So for this category, um, I am happy to introduce and present the award for Best Actress to Portray Mrs. Claus in a Christmas Movie. The nominees are Judy Cornwell for Santa Claus, the movie. 
We prefer to be called elves, if you don't mind. Angela Lansbury in Mrs. Santa Claus. Arvo, hitch up the reindeer, please. The reindeer? Where are you going? I'm going to try out this map. I just know that this new route will save gobs of time. Yeah, but what about the chief? I mean, when are you coming back? Well, I'll be back before morning, dear. Just tell him that I've gone out for a little spin around the world. Please, guys, look after her. And Elizabeth Mitchell, The Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause. There for some company, Mrs. Claus? Not from you, Mr. Claus. Why not? Because you can't spend time with me and get the toys ready, and I understand completely. You do? Of course I do. I just hope you're not delivering when I'm delivering. And the Oscar goes to... Angela Lansbury for Mrs. Santa Claus. Well worth it. One of my favorites. Hey, it's me, Matt, a.k.a. Santa Matt, a.k.a. Green Mountain Santa. You may recognize me from a couple episodes of Tis the Podcast that I have been on and also a couple of the Patreon episodes I've been on. And maybe you even recognize my voice from my own podcast on the Christmas Podcast Network. I am super excited to be here helping Tom Anthony and Julia celebrate five years of Tis the Podcast. I'm so happy you guys are doing this. And when I got invited to do this, you know, one of the things that they said was, uh, share some of your memories of Tis the Podcast. I have too many. I've listened to every episode of Tis the Podcast, some of them twice. I haven't been here the whole five years. I discovered it a little bit late, but I got caught up. And I will say, though, that Tis the Podcast is my favorite thing about Monday because, you know, Monday you go back to work and that's kind of a bummer. You get a case of the Mondays and uh, I get to get through my day a little bit by listening to Tis the Podcast with three people that I think are great talking about Christmas movies, which I love. So that is my favorite thing going on about Tis the Podcast. And sometimes I even download old episodes to listen to on days that aren't Monday, just so that I can have that little boost of joy going on in my life and getting me through. So I am here to present the award for best actor to portray Santa Claus in a Christmas movie. And the nominees are Edmund Gwen, Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, Christmas isn't just a day. It's a frame of mind. And that's what's been changing. That's why I'm glad I'm here. Maybe I can do something about it. David Huddleston, Santa Claus the Movie. Don't you know who I am? Sure, you're a nut. I'm Santa Claus. Right, and I'm the Tooth Fairy. Well, I guess I'll just have to do it my way. Tim Allen, the Santa Claus. Something should happen to me. Put on my suit, the reindeer will know what to do. Yeah, right. Richard Attenborough, Miracle on 34th Street. Mine? <laughs> well, I have uh, lots of names. Uh, Chris Kringle, Santa Claus, Santa Christmas, Santa Nicholas. If you were in Holland, I'd be Santa Claus. Or in Italy, La Bifana. I have to speak many languages because, of course, I travel, as you know, a great deal. Suresh, Gif, Boom, 
cholesterol. That's Russian. And Zikulu, Ya Noeli. That's Swahili. Ed Asner, Elf. We've had another very successful year. So, after all that hard work, it's time to start preparations for next Christmas. And the trophy goes to Tim Allen, the Santa Claus. Tough category, lots of great contenders. Congratulations to Tim Allen. Uh, Tim could not be in attendance tonight. I will be accepting the award on his behalf. He thanks you all very much. And again, Tom, Julia, Anthony, congratulations on five years. Love you guys, you're great. Hi everyone, this is Dwayne, formerly the host of the Tinsel Tunes podcast, but now concentrating on my Christmas light display for this year, at which you'll find videos on YouTube under Townsend Lights, and you can follow me on Facebook. I'm also called The Average Drummer, which you'll also find videos on YouTube, I livestream on Twitch, and you can follow me on Facebook. I've been invited to present the award for the best musical score in a Christmas movie or special. But before I get to the nominations, I would like to wish Julia, Tom and Anthony a very happy 5th birthday hosting Tis the Podcast. I remember hearing the first episode which they talked about the movie Elf. Of course it was a bit rough, but as first episodes usually are, but I can tell this was something special. Since then I have heard almost all the episodes, some more than once. And even though we haven't met in real life, and we've only communicated through Messenger, I feel like they are my friends as are many of the other Christmas podcast hosts. Tis the Podcast, of course, was one of my original inspirations to consider starting my own podcast. So, again, thank you guys. Okay, so as mentioned, I'm here to present the award for the best musical score in a Christmas movie or special. Now, musical scores accompany a visual format like movies or TV and add a whole layer of emotions to a particular scene. From heightening suspense or to lighten a scene with happy or jolly music, or to tug on our heartstrings with sad or heartbreaking music. And some of the best are presented now. So the nominees are... Vince Guaraldi's A Charlie Brown Christmas. Dr. Seuss, Albert Haig and Eugene Podney's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a... Greasy black peel John Williams, Home Alone
in Danny Elfman, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oscar goes to John Williams, Home Alone. Congratulations go out to John Williams for his amazing score in Home Alone. And of course, any of the people in this category could have easily won as they are all outstanding composers and musicians. Right, that's it for me. Once again, happy birthday, guys, and hopefully we get many more years of Tis the Podcast to come. And as usual, be excellent to each other and rock on. Hi, this is Kim from the Planning for Christmas podcast. Podcast that helps you do a little each month so you're ready for when Christmas rolls around and get to enjoy the season. Now, I can't believe that Tis the Podcast is celebrating its fifth year anniversary. I love listening to the show and learning about TV shows, Christmas specials, and more that I might have never discovered. And the Tis the Podcast elves helped me do that. I love in the episode when Tom and Anthony argue, which happens about every five minutes, and Julia is always the stoic referee having to rein them in. They make all these movies fun, and I always feel like I'm amongst friends in the episode and get to either agree or argue with their takes on these movies. Now, the category I'm presenting today is Fan Favorite Christmas Carol or Christmas Song. As Christmas lovers, we all have strong opinions on which is the best Christmas carol or song, and this category for the fifth year anniversary was no different. So the nominees for Fan Favorite Christmas Carol or Christmas Song are... The Christmas Song. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Silent Night Silent Night Oh It's the most wonderful time of the year. 
It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling And everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year Carol of the Bells Christmas and Hollis. December 24th when Hollis have at the dark. When I see the man chilling with his dog in the park. I'd approach him very slowly with my heart full of fear. Look at his dog, oh my god, a ill reindeer. But then I was really going to man at a beer. And a bag full of pretty 12 o'clock in there. So I turned my head a second and the man was gone. But he must have dropped his water back dead on the lawn. I picked the wallet up and then I took the pause. Took out the lights and then it cold said Santa Claus. All I want for Christmas is you. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. And I don't care about the present. I don't need the Christmas tree. I don't need to end my stocking. Build up on the fireplace. Santa Claus will make me happy. goes to Carol of the Bells. Congratulations, Carol of the Bells, and congratulations to Julia, Anthony, and Tom on five years. Here's wishing you five more wonderful years. Wow, what a night so far. Some surprise wins, some surprise losses. Plenty of beautiful people out in the audience and up here on stage, myself included. And I just want to say I am honored to present this next award. But before I do that, I want to talk about some of my favorite memories of Tis the Podcast over the past five years. Tuesday nights have become free therapy nights for me. My favorite part of the work week is talking to Julia and Tom every Tuesday night. When I met them, I wasn't sure what to think 100%. I know we gelled right away, but in terms of personalities and stuff, I was like, they're from the Midwest. We're probably not going to agree on anything or everything. 
Um, and while the latter is certainly true, we do not agree on everything, we are far more alike than I ever would have thought. And for that, I am grateful. I never thought when we set out to do this show that I would become best friends with my two co-hosts, let alone become a family with them. But that's truly what they are, family. And on top of that, I've become friends with so many of you listeners. And for that, I will be forever grateful. You are my family, and I love you all. Some of my favorite memories, however, I love every That's What She Said, every reference to Christmas and Hollis. I still cringe when I think about my wife Sarah outing me as having willingly watched the Jersey Shore during that one episode. I have so many fond memories, including the fact that... A lot of the time when I really like a movie that Tom and Julia don't, listeners seem to be on my side. Sure, there have been some duds that even listeners probably don't like, like Better Watch Out. But for the most part, it's good to feel validated when I'm defending something like a Christmas story from these senseless attacks from my two co-hosts. And... Oftentimes, if not every time, one certain category of Christmas special falls into that group, and that is Rankin Bass. I've talked about it a million times on the show before. I grew up on Rankin Bass. Rankin Bass means the world to me. I have so much nostalgia wrapped up in it. It's just not Christmas to me without watching Rudolph guide Santa's sleigh, or watching Frosty the Snowman be brought to life by his magical hat, or watching the Miser Brothers sing their dueling songs, or watching Santa and the Winter Warlock and Topper the Penguin teaching us to put one foot in front of the other. There are so many classic memories within these classic iconic specials that have existed for years before I was even an idea in my parents' minds and will exist for years long after I'm gone. So it is an honor to be able to present tonight the award for the best Rankin Bass Christmas special. The nominees are Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Ready, Rudolph? Ready, Santa! Well, let's be on our way. Okay, Rudolph, full power. First stop, the island of misfit toys. Santa Claus is coming to town. Poor misguided folks. They missed the whole point. Lots of unhappiness? Maybe so. But doesn't Santa take a little bit of that unhappiness away? Doesn't a smile on Christmas morning scratch out a tear cried on a Saturday? Not much, maybe. But what would happen if we all tried to be like Santa and learned to give as only he can give of ourselves, our talents, our love, and our hearts? Maybe if we could all learn Santa's beautiful lesson, maybe there would finally be peace on Earth and goodwill toward man. Frosty the Snowman. And so Santa took Karen home and made ready to bring Frosty back to the North Pole with him. Uh, uh. 
Karen hated to say goodbye to Frosty. But as Santa promised, Frosty returned every year with the magical Christmas snow. And every year there was a great celebration with a big Christmas parade. The Year Without a Santa Claus. Here he comes now, the big hand. great specials, but there can only be one winner. And with that, the Oscar goes to... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer! Hi all, I'm Joanna Wilson. The author of Tis the Season TV, the Encyclopedia of Christmas Episodes, Specials, and Movies. I'm also behind the website ChristmasTVHistory.com and the podcast Christmas TV History. I want to wish a happy fifth anniversary to Tis the Podcast and a Merry Christmas in July to all. I'm honored to introduce the winner for the category Best Animated Christmas Movie or Special. The nominees are. Polar Express. Well, you coming? Where? Why, to the North Pole, of course! This is the Polar Express! A Garfield Christmas? Good morning, John. No time for small talk, Garfield. It's Christmas morning, and you know what that means. Of course I do. Christmas means presents. Lots and lots of presents. How the Grinch Stole Christmas? All I need is a reindeer. The Grinch looked around, but since reindeer are scarce, there was none to be found. Did that stop the Grinch? <laughs> the Grinch simply said, If I can't find a reindeer, I'll make one instead. A Charlie Brown Christmas. Lucy, get those costumes and scripts and pass them out. Now the script girl will be handing out your parts. You're the innkeeper's wife. Do innkeepers' wives have naturally curly hair? Pink pin, you're the innkeeper. In spite of my outward appearance, I shall try to run a neat inn. Shermie, you're a shepherd. Every Christmas it's the same. I always end up playing a shepherd. And the winner is... Charlie Brown Christmas. Hey everyone, this is Matt from the TGI Podcast. Hard to believe it has been five years for Tiz the Podcast. I want to give you all a huge congratulations for accomplishing that feat. Not many podcasts make it five episodes, let alone five years. 
Guys, I've been a fan of the show nearly from the beginning, and not only am I a weekly listener and somebody who tries to tell as many people as I can about your podcast, I'm also very proud to call the three of you friends. You've all brought so much joy to so many and have been able to keep that Christmas spirit alive each and every week, and we're all very thankful for that. So congratulations once again on five years. Now, on to the main event. The nominees for the best Christmas episode of a television show are The Strike, Seinfeld. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. The one with the holiday armadillo, Friends. I'm the holiday armadillo. I'm a friend of Santa's, and he sent me here to wish you a Merry Christmas! Secret Santa, The Office. Phyllis, Jim, Phyllis is Santa. Yeah. Phyllis. Yeah, I told her a long time ago she could do it. Take it back, that is absurd. No, 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 Jim, come on. I think she's doing a good job. It's insane, a woman Santa, where does it stop? No. Merry Christmas, Johnny Rose, Schitt's Creek. Little last minute, this little party of yours, huh? Well, it seems last minute turned into last second. Well, all I'm saying is, next time, um, I'd appreciate my invitation about a week in advance, okay? Well, if I have things my way, we'll be making this a annual tradition, so you can save the date now. Well, that's way too far in advance. I can't make that kind of commitment. Carol of the Bells, Ted Lasso. To the family we're born with, and to the family we make along the way, and most importantly, to Richmond! What incredible nominees. And the Oscar goes to Secret Santa, The Office. You know, so as amazing as this year and the past five years have been, um, it's been a hard year too. Uh, We've had losses in the Christmas community. Um, James Caan is a really big recent one. Ed Asner's been the last year too, right? Ed Asner, James Caan. And then you think about all of these other stars who have gone a lot longer, but live on every year because they've been immortalized and Christmas content that have become traditions in so many households. And we wanted to take a moment to remember all of them. Snow, 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 snow. I wish to be left alone. Since you asked me what I wish, sir, that is my answer. Christmas is a time for giving, a time to be with one's family. I say bar. Humbug. I don't care. I say Merry Christmas. You once called me a warped, frustrated old man. That's what I was sent down for. I'm your guardian angel. Get me back to my wife and kids. Help me, Clarence, please. Please. I want to live again. Then you stand 
They said you wanted to see me, Mrs. Walker. Come right in. Hello there. Good to see you again. It's nice to see you. You're awfully lucky, Mrs. Walker. Lovely little girl you have here. Thank you. You are a very beautiful young lady. <laughs> What's your name? You know my name, but who are you? Just another American who saw too many movies as a child. Every who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot, but the Grinch who lived just north of Whoville did not. You live next to me, don't you? You can say hello when you see me. You don't have to be afraid. There's a lot of things going around about me, but none of it's true. Okay? You look like you came from the North Hall. Buddy, you're more of an elf than anyone I ever met. And the only one who I would want working on my sleigh tonight. I gather you're a great toy giver. I'm a great toy maker. We should get together. Christmas toys waiting for you. <laughs> for me. Well, what have they got to do with me? You're going to give them to your children. There, there must be a mistake. I have no children. You do now. You have all the children of the world. But how could I deliver all these toys? I won't live long enough for that. Both of you will live forever. Like us. Goodbye, good luck, and good riddance. Difficult? <laughs> why, why, look here. Changing from bad to good is as easy as... Taking your first step. Hey, what do you say we both be independent together, huh? You wouldn't mind my red nose? Not if you don't mind me being a dentist. It's a deal. said my first words. this little tree. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Well, they certainly seem to be having a good time out there, Sprocket. 
Yeah, I like it when they have a good time. But I tell you what, somebody's got to do something about these dishes, Sprocket. Come on. I'll wash and you drop it. Hello everyone, I'm Charlene, host of a show now called Take a Chic Peek, where I talk about all things fashion. You can find Take a Chic Peek on YouTube as well as your audio podcast feeds. Also, follow Take a Chic Peek on social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Take a Chic Peek, and also on TikTok at It's Take a Chic Peek. I can't wait to show you my fashion faves, so come on over and take a chic peek. Now, the elves call me their OG listener because I've been here since the very beginning. Happy anniversary, y'all. I can't believe it's been five years already. Happy five years to the podcast. I love this podcast so much because it has tapped into my love for Christmas and given me the perfect excuse to watch all things Christmas all year long. My favorite thing about is the podcast is that I've been introduced to so many new movies and television specials. At the top of that list for me has to be the movie Krampus, which is now a part of my Christmas canon. Now, there are also two very memorable Tis the Podcast episodes for me. Arthur Christmas, of course. The anger that was brought out of Anthony was so funny. However, over the years, I must admit that Arthur Christmas has grown on me and I appreciate it so much more now. And I do go back for multiple rewatches. Also, the other memorable episode is the Rankin Pass special, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. For this television special, it was such a surprise to the elves and to me how differently we saw that special as adults. Rudolph was such a yearly tradition, as were many other Christmas television specials. It has always been such a Christmas tradition for a lot of us to sit around the television as a family and watch this and many other Christmas television specials. Even being in a streaming era of television now, Christmas television specials are still a big part of our Christmas traditions every year, and it just doesn't feel like Christmas until we get to watch our faves each year. Which brings me to the nominees for Best Christmas Television Special. The nominees are Mickey's Christmas Carol. Who, who are you? Why, <laughs> I'm the ghost of Christmas past. Oh, I thought you'd be taller. Hmm. Listen, Scrooge, if men were measured by kindness, you'd be no bigger than a speck of dust. <laughs> kindness is of little use in this world. A Charlie Brown Christmas. I think there must be something wrong with me, Linus. Christmas is coming, but I'm not happy. I don't feel the way I'm supposed to feel. I just don't understand Christmas, I guess. I like getting presents and sending Christmas cards and decorating trees and all that, but I'm still not happy. I always end up feeling depressed. Charlie Brown, you're the only person I know who can take a wonderful season like Christmas and turn it into a problem. Maybe Lucy's right. Of all the Charlie Browns in the world, you're the Charlie Browniest. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. 
Santa Claus, why? Why are you taking our Christmas tree? Why? But you know, that old Grinch was so smart and so slick, he thought up a lie and he thought it up. Oh. My sweet little tot, the fake Santa Claus lied. There's a light on this tree that, that won't light on one side. So I'm taking it home to my workshop, my dear. I'll fix it up there, then I'll bring it back here. And a Garfield Christmas. Odie, sometimes you amaze me. This is the best present a cat could ever get. Now and then, there's something special. All right, you guys. Just permit me one sentimental moment here, will you? I have something to say. Christmas. It's not the giving. It's not the getting. It's the loving. There, I said it. And the Oscar goes to a Charlie Brown Christmas. Congratulations to Charlie Brown Christmas. Congratulations to the Peanuts as well. Congratulations to Tis the Podcast. Happy five years, y'all. I love you guys. Hi, I'm Jerry D, the host of the Totally Rad Christmas Podcast, the podcast that talks all things Christmas from 77 to 93. Whether it's toys, movies, specials, music, books, fashion, foods, or fads, if it's even remotely related to Christmas, we'll talk about it. Uh, I'm pleased to present uh, this upcoming award, but before I do, I really want to tell you how much I love the guys over at Tis the Podcast. Uh, It was the very first Christmas podcast that I ever started listening to. And every time I hear them, I feel like that Tom, Anthony, and Julia are my family. And I love that they can still, um, that they can still bring me those feelings and joy, even though uh, I, I don't get to speak to them as much as I'd like. But I get to hear them all the time, and it's awesome. I think my favorite memory of Tis the Podcast would probably be my very first time hosting. It, we talked about Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. And it was awesome. It was just so much fun. We (laughs) talked about how amazing and terrible, because it is both, uh, the special is. And it was just, it was phenomenal. So uh, that definitely holds a very special place in my heart. But having said that, it's now time for me to present the award for the best Christmas movie. This is the big one. This is it. And the nominees are Miracle on 34th Street. Your Honor, every one of these letters is addressed to Santa Claus. The post office has delivered them. Therefore, the post office department, a branch of the federal government, recognizes this man, Chris Kringle, to be the one and only Santa Claus. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. No, it's the Christmas star. That's all that matters tonight. 
Not bonuses or gifts or turkeys or trees. See, kids, it means something different to everybody. Now I know what it means to me. That ain't the friggin' Christmas star, Grizz. It's a lighter in the sewage treatment plant. Sewer gas. The Muppet Christmas Carol. Tis the season to be jolly and joyous. Fa-la-la. With the burst of pleasure, we feel it right. Fa-la-la. It's the season when the saints can employ us. Fa-la-la. To spread the news about peace and to keep love alive. The Santa Claus. Santa? Scott Calvin. How come your clothes are so baggy? Because Santa is watching his saturated fats. How come you don't have a beard? Because I shaved. Do you want this doll or not? Go back to sleep. You're supposed to drink the milk. Look, I am lactose intolerant. And I am just about this close to taking all those presents back to the chimney. An elf. Get through. Christmas is the greatest day in the whole wide world. Please stop talking to me. Uh-oh. Sounds like someone needs to sing a Christmas carol. No way. Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Thanks, but I don't sing. Well, it's easy. It's just like talking. Except louder and longer, and you can move your voice up and down. And the Oscar goes to... Home Alone! What? How did... That's amazing! I can't believe that it, it just beat all those other movies when it wasn't even nominated. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm told... Uh, I'm, uh, okay, I'm told there was a mistake on the teleprompter. The actual winner is... The Santa Claus. Not as good of a movie, but it is what it is. So I hope you all have enjoyed this. And <laughs> congratulations to The Santa Claus. Maybe one day it actually will be as good of a movie as Home Alone. Thank you. One of my favorite parts of each of our episode is when we discuss the Linus moment. And I'd be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to Tim Babb for this recurring segment on our show. The Linus moment is that integral moment in a Christmas movie where we can superimpose Linus coming out on stage and giving us the real meaning of Christmas. Over the years, a lot of the movies we've covered have had great Linus moments that have really stuck with us. The nominees for the best Linus moment from a Christmas film or TV special are... That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown, from A Charlie Brown Christmas. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them, they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, 
Jesus Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. The Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And what happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say, that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. And then the true meaning of Christmas came through and the Grinch found the strength of ten Grinches plus two. The old man comes through for Ralphie on Christmas morning. A Christmas story. Hey, that's so funny. What's that over there behind the desk? Where? Behind the desk, it's the wall over there. You should go check it out. Hmm. What have you put over there, honey? Uh, uh, Santa Claus probably brought it. Oh. Care, careful. Oh, they run all over. Close it up. Close it up. Can I try it out, Ma? Can I? Okay. But outside. Oh, I still say those things are dangerous. No, no. Put on your galoshes and your coat. It's cold out. I had one when I was eight years old. What if he hurts himself? Yeah. Tell me, your coat! Don't shoot any animals or birds! Except the bumpers and dogs! The ending of The Santa Claus. Actually, I, I think it's a much better idea that you stay here with your mom and Neil. Really? But, Dad... No buts, Charlie. I can't be selfish. I can't be with you all the time. We're a family. You, me, your mom, and Neil. And they need to be with you, too. This is too much. Listen to me. Listen, there's a, there's a lot of kids out there, okay? Millions of kids. Yeah, they all they all believe in me. They're counting on me, Charlie. And I, I'm not gonna let them down. I got a lot of work to do. So I can't be selfish either. You gave me a wonderful gift, Charlie. Listen, a wonderful gift. You believed in me when nobody else did. You helped make me see it. Santa Claus is coming to town sing-along from Elf. You're away. 
Wait, you're not singing. Yes, I am. No, you're not. You're just moving your lips. Michael, please, what's the big deal? Dad? Santa Claus is coming to goes to that's, that's what Christmas, Christmas is all about, about Charlie, Charlie Brown, Brown from a Charlie, Charlie Brown, Brown Christmas. Christmas. Here to accept the award is Snoopy. Man, how cute was that black and white beagle coming up here to accept his award, y'all? So cute. Especially since Woodstock was with him and I know he's your favorite. I mean, the duo is my favorite. This has been such a fun night. The Muppets and the Santa Claus have basically swept the whole award ceremony. Charlie Brown didn't do so bad himself. And how amazing was it to hear, have all of our friends here sharing their memories and participating in this special event with us. Like a warm Christmas hug. What a spectacle. Yeah. Yep. What a night. What a night. We love y'all. And we would be remiss if we didn't thank you listeners out there for staying with us for five years and hopefully many more. Yeah. Here's to many more. Here's to many more. And here's to you, Julia and Tom. Cheers, Cheers Anthony. Cheers. Now let's wrap this puppy up and head to the after party because I need a cold glass of eggnog. Wait, there's an after party? <laughs> Bye! The Grinch and the Krampus are both home alone, but Griswold decks the halls. Ralphie can see it's a wonderful life once upon a Christmas. The Polar Express leaves the North Pole with Fred to meet me in St. Louis. And Buddy has followed the star to the cranks to listen to this show. He says Julia's the favorite and Tom is the worst and Anthony is angry. But when they're together in joy and in mirth, they spread the Christmas spirit. They call it Tis the Podcast. Seems to be lost in New York to get to 34th Street. Rudolph and Frosty and Klaus let it snow and Batman saving Christmas. The Guardians rise with the Muppets and her to have a shiny new year. They say Julia's the ref and Tom's full of snark and Anthony's also the worst. But when they're together you feel their love. They spread the Christmas spirit. They call it Tis the Podcast. Send 
tells Jack Frost he better watch out. He won't have one magic Christmas. He'll jingle all the way on a white Christmas train and escape the night before. The night the hot ghost and the nutcracker take a holiday with the Brady's. Garfield and Charlie round party with Pete. Yippee kayak, other buckets. They say Julia's the favorite and Tom is the worst. And Anthony is angry. But when they're together in joy and in mirth, they spread the Christmas spirit. They call it Tis the Podcast. Julia and Anthony and Tom are the elves who lift our spirits each week. They bring Christmas cheer every day of the year. They bring us all together. They make us one big family. They spread the Christmas spirit.